Hi, welcome to the Get Strong and Healthy podcast. My name is Anna Clow. Thank you for being here. Today, we have a exciting topic, my favorite, belief systems. Today, we're talking beliefs to break on your health and fitness journey. These are the most common beliefs I see that tend to be unhelpful when it comes to making progress along your health and fitness journey. So starting with the first one, the first belief to break is the belief that things will be quick. Sure, sometimes people go for these quick fixes, they crash diet, they see these quick results, but do they maintain those results? What do things look like a couple months after that ends, right? And so I'm a big proponent of taking the sustainable, right, a little bit slower approach to where you're able to maintain results for good, right? And to do this, you need to change your behavior. You need to change your habits. You need to change your mindset, most likely, And that takes time. Change takes time. Think about how long it took you to get to where you are now, right? Maybe it took you 10 years to get to where you're at now. Why is there an expectation that that can be undone within a couple months, right? So that can be a really nice perspective to remind yourself of like, all right, I'm in this for the long game. This is going to take some time, but I'm committed to myself and and truly making these changes that, you know, might not feel super gratifying instantly, but doing the hard things now, continuing to work on myself, build these different skills, these new habits, these new ways of doing things in the long run is going to pay off. A reminder here is that you're literally rewiring neural pathways in your brain when changing behavior, your habits, your ways of thinking. And that takes time. That takes practice. That takes, you know, tenacity, consistency. It is so worth it to put in that time, even when it can feel like nothing's really happening, but the different things that you're practicing truly compound and add up with time. There's something called neural plasticity, and that is the ability that we have to change our brain. You can literally change your brain. If you've read the book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza, that is a really awesome book to kind of help give you like the proof that you literally can change your reality through changing your yourself, your brain, your thoughts by practicing new ways of being. And so that's really what we're doing here on our health and fitness journeys when we're trying to achieve this transformation is we are literally rewiring our brain. So instead of just white knuckling it so hard, just getting so frustrated and impatient, I want to encourage you to slow down. Remember that these things take time and that making these slow, steady adjustments 
is often going to be more helpful than trying to go all in. Then you fall off, you go back to your old ways because you haven't actually addressed your behavior, your mindset, right? The things that truly matter, right? Looking under the hood versus just looking on the surface. Next belief I see all the time when it, this is more, this is nutrition focused. When it comes to food, we like to categorize foods in our head as good versus bad, right? That's the common thing that humans like to do is we like to, everything is this versus that. Everything is a dichotomy. It's like you're liberal or you're Republican. It's black or it's white. You're on this side, you're on that side, right? And so we do this with food, right? This is good. This is bad. When that can often be very unhelpful in when it comes to our mindset, when it comes to our relationship with food, because we're attaching a moral like aspect to food. And when we have, when we eat something that's we deem as bad, you know, what is, what does that mean? Does that mean that we can make that mean that we're bad or that we, you know, feel really guilty, right? And that can be really unhelpful and lead to things like binge eating. So I recommend that you kind of switch that mode of viewing food into a more, into like a spectrum. So think of food on a spectrum from less nutritious to more nutritious. And we want to be choosing food from the more nutritious side, you know, 80 to 90% of the time. And then, you know, things towards the less nutritious side, you know, 10 to 10 to maybe 20 percent of the time type of thing, right? So you don't need any sort of perfection here. And viewing food as this good or bad type of thing, it's, I see all the time, it just fosters as this negative relationship with food. So take off that label, right? Start to just view food as food. Yes, we want to nourish our body with things that make us feel good, that really serve our bodies well, that provide us the nutrition that we need, but it's okay to also have some of the things that maybe aren't going to nourish our bodies as well, but maybe they're going to nourish your soul, right? And so it's all about finding that moderation, that that good place for you and not falling into that um, negative relationship that we can tend to create around food. I could, I could keep going on this topic with talking about all the fear-mongering, all of the misinformation, all of the myths around nutrition. It is absolutely rampant in our society right now with the just unregulated, you know, huge influencers just spewing incorrect type of things and the the saddest part is you often see these from doctors right from people who they on the outside might look like they're uh, they they know it all but they have actually gotten like two hours of nutrition training in their whole entire you know medical like um, degree so just really Make sure you're consuming your information when it comes to nutrition from qualified people in the nutrition space. 
and not from all the quacks that are running rampant everywhere. So next belief, this one is also nutrition related, is that you should ever thinking think about food as in something that you need to earn. I absolutely hate this one, and it's really sad how common I hear this. Um, you know, people saying things like, "Oh, I need to go earn my, you know, morning like coffee and whatever," or "I need to go earn." I earned my breakfast. Like, it makes me cringe so hard inside and just really sad that, you know, connecting exercise to food in that way, I just see being really detrimental for a lot of people. I've seen it lead, you know, to disordered type thoughts and behaviors. It's just not a great way to connect your exercise with food in that way. So I recommend splitting those and not kind of looking at food in that way as it's something that you need to earn. Next belief to break on your health and fitness journey. This is a saying that you probably hear a lot. You probably hear that, you know, it's 80% nutrition and 20% exercise. And what does that do? That puts in people's heads that exercise isn't as important and that nutrition should just be, be everything that you focus on. And then, you know, maybe worry about exercise down the line. I challenge that and I say that they are equally important. I think that nutrition 100% is important. Exercise 100% is important. Same as stress management, same as your sleep, your sunlight, your steps, your water, right? These things are all important. They all play together. They're all dominoes that, you know, kind of lead to one another being, you know, off or messed up, right? If we're not exercising, we're probably not going to sleep as well. We're probably going to have a harder time with our self-regulation, right? We're, we're more prone to not being able to deal with mental stress as well. And then that lack of exercise is leading to, you know, appetite being different when it comes to nutrition. Everything plays together. And so I recommend breaking that belief that one thing is going to be the most important over the others, right? And that's not to say that you need to if you're starting your journey that focus on everything at once, I know that things can be overwhelming. Always want to start with kind of meeting yourself where you're at. This is what I do with my clients or I'm meeting them where they are at, right? But don't forget that, you know, your exercise is is really important. Your nutrition is really important and that they complement each other very well. So Next belief to break on your health and fitness journey. This is especially if you're trying to make any sort of big transformation in whatever sort of way is believing that you can or should, you know, be able to do all the things on your own. I've rarely seen anyone with incredible fitness transformation that has not worked with a coach or other type of professional to help them get there. 
So, you know, whether you're hiring an online coach, you're joining a community, whatever, truly having people around you doing similar things, making similar changes, trying to adopt a similar mindset, as well as having the proper guidance is extremely important. And even if you are, you know, the educated, even if you're a coach, right? We all have blind spots. It can be hard to be fully objective with ourselves, right? We are emotional beings and our emotions can play a big role in how we choose to, you know, behave and do things. And so this, for this reason, that's a big reason I have my own coach as a coach myself. And also the accountability portion Having a coach, having that support is huge for keeping you accountable, right? And so that's another reason I have my own coach as well. Even with all the information that, you know, I need, it's really nice to have that accountability, that guidance, that person who knows my body so well, me and my body so well, and is able to, you know, help me work through the self-sabotaging that I do, that, you know, the mindset blocks that I have, right? Because we are all human and we all have our blind spots. I also don't have to think about my strategy that I'm taking with training, with nutrition, right? I'm able to show up, execute, and my coach is responsible for making changes, for, you know, giving me feedback that I then implement or I'm reflecting on, right? I'm not kind of worried about coaching myself, which is really a nice thing to not have on my plate, right? I'm able to have my time and energy and coaching skills directed at my clients um, rather than myself. Next belief to break on your health and fitness journey is that consistency means perfection. This is something that a previous coach of mine said to me. She said, Anna, consistency does not mean perfection. And when she said that one simple phrase, like my whole world just like, like my brain exploded. I was like, oh my gosh, you're right, right? It's super easy to fall into perfectionistic tendencies, especially if you're like me, you know, type A, high achiever right? We want to be perfect with everything. And yes, that's the goal is to be as, as, um, you know, on it as possible, but that's just unrealistic to have that expectation that things are going to be perfect, that you're going to be, you know, perfect with X, Y, Z. And so remembering that consistency is, is really the name of the game is just continuing to show up no matter if you had an off day, if you had an off week, if you're having an off month or even an off year, right? Remembering that you're in this for life and that, you know, coming back to your values, what do you value? Value You value taking care of yourself, right? You value showing up for yourself. And so doing those things is, is always what you will kind of come back to. And so s- sort of shifting your mindset to that sort of way of looking at things, I find to be really helpful. Okay, last 
belief to break. This one might sound kind of harsh, <laughs> but I will explain and and hopefully this will make sense. This is something I got from Nick Comedina uh, on his podcast. I love his podcast. But so this is the belief that you're special. <laughs> you're not special. Um, but really, it's it's kind of something that we can tend to do is, you know, have these beliefs of, I'm just, you know, I'm just lazy. I'm just not someone who like can get themselves to the gym or, you know, my body just doesn't lose body fat like others do. Or, you know, I just have like the most things on my plate. So I just, I can't, you know, uh, put any priority on myself and taking care of myself, right? These are all things that we tell ourselves that you might, you know, tell yourself at one point or another that hold you back, right? We have these stories, these beliefs that hold us back. And when you can kind of reframe it as to like, all right, I know that people with similar situations and and similar obstacles and challenges and setbacks have been able to overcome those and work through those and see the transformation that they want. So, you know, am I am I just so special to where, you know, nothing is is going to work for me? No, that's not the case, right? And so with your challenges, your obstacles, it's how you choose to respond to those things that will determine your success. I'll say that one more time. It's how you choose to respond to the challenges, setbacks that you have that will determine your success. So stop letting limiting beliefs hold you back and know that you have the power to change. That was quite the heater of an episode. (laughs) Um, I'd love your feedback. If any of these really resonated with you, these are the most common beliefs that I see and that I've had myself, right, throughout my own health and fitness journey and that I want to help you do your best to avoid um, or be able to work through. So I hope that you guys have a great rest of your day, week, whatever, and we will chat next time. Bye.